0: We received a pretty big tip Woboland, land that Congressman Jim Banks will be introducing a piece of legislation today that I, for one, am very interested in. It's called the Abortion Funding Awareness Act. And the reason this is, is so important right now is because there are 18 states, 18, that allow Medicaid payments, a.k.a. tax dollars, to be used for abortions. To learn more, we are turning to the congressman right now. Hey there, congressman. Hey, good
1: morning, Kayla. Good to be with you.
0: Yeah, so glad you're here. Hope you have your coffee, because we've got a lot to run through uh, this morning. But I do want to start with this piece of legislation you'll be introducing today. Please tell me it would do something about these taxpayer-funded abortions.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it would do. It would block it uh, from going to states. You know, at the federal level, we have something called the Hyde Amendment, which blocks Mm -hmm. taxpayer dollars to fund abortions. But a lot of states get around those. Uh, restrictions. As, as you mentioned, 18 states using Medicaid to pay for abortions. So my, my bill would force those states to report those payments to the federal government so that we can block it, make it transparent, and uh, stop our taxpayer dollars from paying for abortions. Most Americans, 60 percent of Americans, oppose taxpayer funds to fund abortion. That doesn't mean that they're against abortion, but they, they're they against their taxpayer dollars paying for it. I mean, as a, as, as a moral issue, our tax dollars shouldn't go uh, to do that. So I've introduced this bill before. I'm introducing it again today. I'm a leader in the pro-life caucus, the pro-life movement on Capitol Hill. And this is another bill that I wanted to introduce in my last term in the House to try to move forward to do something about it.
0: Amen. I mean, d- does it have teeth, Congressman, not only to get out of the House, but through the Senate?
1: Well, I'm not naive. I mean, Chuck Schumer runs the, the Senate. He's very pro-abortion. Joe Biden is, is arguably the most pro-abortion president that we've ever had. So I don't, ex- I don't anticipate President Biden signing it into law or the Senate passing it, perhaps. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to do my part in the House to try to move it forward. While we have a pro-life Republican majority in the House, we should be passing bills like this. To make a statement and prepare the way for when we get Donald Trump back in the White House, the most pro-life president that we ever had, and uh, and win back the Republican Senate majority, which I'm going to be a part of next year after I win the Senate race. Um, then then when we have a majority in the House, the Senate, and a pro-life president, we can get bills like this passed.
0: Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, moving on, I do want to head to Carmel this morning because I see that you are calling on Carmel's new mayor to withdraw Carmel from its sister cities agreement with China. And Congressman, I will be honest, I did not even know that Carmel had this sister city agreement with China. Why is it so important to break this?
1: Well, unfortunately, Mayor Henry and the city of Fort Wayne has one of these agreements, too. And I've been outspoken about them checking it out, getting out of it. These are these are uh, often secretive agreements that are signed between mayors and and China, the Chinese Communist Party, is our biggest enemy. And the FBI has warned about these agreements, um, what the the ties between uh, cities and and what they're agreeing to. The city of Prague in the Czech Republic just got out of their sister city agreement because they refused to acknowledge that China owns Taiwan. Um, the, 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 the Confucius Institutes on college campuses, the agreements that those colleges often have is that they, will, they won't allow the Dalai Lama to come and speak on their campus. So they're all, uh, Kayla, there are <laughs> always strings attached. And the reason that I wrote a letter to the new mayor of Carmel yesterday is because the Washington Post um, uh, published a story yesterday that the former mayor of Carmel went on an extravagant trip as, right as he was leaving office, like last November. Like he knew he wasn't going to come back for another term. He was wined and dined expensively in China, and he signed one of these agreements while he was there to have a sister cities agreement. And um, it raises a lot of alarms. I serve on the, on the Select Committee on China, as you know, and yesterday, former Secretary Mike Pompeo testified before us, and I brought up this agreement with Carmel, and he and he and he made this point as the former Secretary of State that did the most to uh, uh, identify China as a threat and talk about what we can do to disentangle ourselves from our biggest enemy. That these these agreements are really bad mm-hmm. um, uh, bad agreements, and and as. Uh, as the Chinese figure out that they, they have less influence in Washington because of leaders like Mike Pompeo and Donald Trump and me, they're going to mayors in cities all over the country to try to grow their influence. So that that's why I wrote the letter. The new mayor has responded. She's looking into it. Um, she, she understands the concerns. I hope Carmel drops it. And frankly, if Mayor Henry is listening, I hope the city of Fort Wayne drops their sister city agreement. I'm glad that the mayor of Fort Wayne wasn't included in the Washington Post story, yesterday, but the former mayor of uh, Carmel was.
0: Yeah, uh, you and me both. They're definitely dangerous. In other news, I want to keep on going. Like I said, hope you had your coffee ready. Um, I I do want to talk about this devastating attack that took place over the weekend in Jordan uh, with these drones killing three U.S. service members, injuring uh, dozens more. So far, President Biden—I know you know—has not, you know, said much. He has not informed we the people of any kind of retaliation. He claims he knows what he's going to do. But what have been your thoughts in terms of how the president has handled all of this so far?
1: It's shameful. Uh, three, three of our heroes attacked by an enemy, and there hasn't been any response to it. And there should be hell to pay anytime a, anytime an enemy kills one of our American heroes, there should be immediate hell to pay. And in this case, there hasn't. And, Kayla, what happens in situations like that is that just invites more aggression from our enemies. The Houthis are a proxy group to Iran. And this administration, if you remember, at the very beginning of the Biden administration, wanted to renegotiate an Iran deal like Obama had where we were sending money to Iran that we know they funneled to their uh, proxy groups like Hamas, Hezbollah, and the Houthis. And this administration has been so weak that they that they appease these enemies rather than crack down on them. Remember, remember President Trump took out Soleimani, mm-hmm. the biggest terrorist in the world, and that was a that was a great example of peace through strength. You mess with us, there there will be hell to pay. And in that case, uh, he he struck down one of our enemies, and it quieted them. They they got the message. In this case, uh, they're getting the opposite message that. Uh, you can mess with, with America, you can even kill our troops, you can get away with it. And I, uh, that's very concerning to me. This is the worst commander-in-chief, certainly of our lifetime, maybe ever in American history that we have in the White House today, the weakest one. And that that just invites Russia to invade Ukraine, it invites Iran to do what they're doing, it invites China to take over Taiwan, it invites North Korea to uh, increase their uh, ballistic missile activity. All of that's happening because we have a very weak uh, American president, and I'm, I'm, I fear that, uh, that that there's even worse to come with, uh, with the weakness that he projects.
0: Yeah, I love what Senator Lindsey Graham said. He said he thinks the goal should be hit Iran now and hit them hard. Congressman, I still had way more I wanted to talk to you about, uh, particularly the impeachment uh, proceedings with Mayorkas, but maybe we'll get to that next week when we check back in with you. Have a good day. Hey, you too. That's Congressman Jim Banks joining us here on Wobo. Told ya, a lot to run through.
1: Podcasts by Federated Media.